Welcome to the Profit Powerhouse Podcast, the ultimate resource for business success and growth. I'm your host, Glenn Poulos, and I'm thrilled to be joining you on this exciting journey. Currently, I hold the position of VP and GM of NWS Canada. Additionally, I take pride in being the author of the critically acclaimed book, Never Sit in the Lobby. Throughout this podcast, my mission is crystal clear, to equip you with the strategies and insights you need to not only establish a strong presence in front of your clients, but also to take meaningful action and maintain that position. After all, being a pleasure to do business with is the key to fostering lasting connections in the corporate world. Together, we'll explore the art of not just building a successful and profitable company, but also cultivating a high-performing team that's capable of achieving remarkable results. Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business professional, or anyone looking to excel in the world of commerce, this podcast is tailored to help you thrive. If you're eager to be part of the conversation, I encourage you to visit my website, navigate to the podcast section where you can sign up and stay updated and participate in the show. Our episodes typically run for a duration of 30 to 40 minutes, ensuring you get a compact yet insightful dose of valuable information. So get ready to unleash your profit powerhouse potential. Join me on this podcast as we delve into the strategies, stories, and secrets that will drive your success. Remember, your journey to becoming an influential person and prosperous business leader starts right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Profit Powerhouse Podcast, your gateway to the world of business innovation and entrepreneurial wisdom. I'm your host, Glenn Poulos, and I'm delighted to have you join us today. Before we dive in headfirst in today's enlightening conversation, let me introduce you to a visionary entrepreneur who's transforming the landscape of payment processing. Meet Jeff Main, the founder of Pay Proudly, a company with a mission that goes beyond the transactional and into the realm of the relational. Jeff's journey is nothing short of inspiring. With a commitment to providing business owners with payment clarity and a genuine desire to uplift communities through charity, he's changing the game in payment processing. Without delay, Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me today. I'm really looking forward to this opportunity to talk with you. Oh, that's great. So why don't you share a little bit of what inspired you to start Pay Proudly, how you how you found yourself here, maybe a little bit of the background and backstory yeah. to hear it. Yeah, so I um I actually got into the payment business in uh, in college. So back in the late 90s, I was at uh, St. Louis University studying finance and started selling payment processing and um as I was preparing for graduation and interviewing for jobs. And I'd always kind of been an entrepreneur spirit, right? I mowed lawns through high school and college and just always had that idea. I really wanted to work for myself and, um, but started getting these job offers from these, you know, big uh, consulting companies. And, um, and I'll never forget it. You know, uh, my dad sat me down and said, Hey, you know, you could always go get that job. They're never going to take that away from you. You have that ability, but you have nothing to lose right now from, you don't have a family, you don't have bills, you you have everything to gain. Come live at home. I'll support you and, and start your own business. Start, you know, I wish I would have had that opportunity at my age. You're going to take these jobs and you're never going to have that opportunity. You're always going to make just enough money that it's going to be such a risk to, to pull out and go do it. 
Yeah. And, uh, and so that's what I did. That was the summer of 99. I started my first payments business. And, and since then we've, we've ran in different verticals of the space. We've done different things. We've had partners, we've sold portfolios, we've built, um, and diversified companies. And, um, about three years ago, I just, you know, really was, was hard hitting me hard of saying, I really wanted to get back. I, I, I'd gotten to a, a spot in the space that, I was sitting at a desk every day and I wasn't part of the day-to-day activities anymore and it wasn't fun. Um, and, and I just saw such a need for clarity in our space. And, and, um, and so I just said, Hey, we're going to start, I'm going to start another company and I'm going to make it small and I'm going to organically build it, build it from the bottom up and uh, go out and do the sales, do the installs, get back in the game and build the company organically so that we can start hiring people, which we've been able to do and, and, and bring the clarity back to payments. We're not looking to be a a mega company today. We're looking to really be in the doors and our business owners know us and us know them and really provide a level of service that they just don't have in our space. Um, And, and we just had a calling on the charitable part. So um, my wife and I, we wanted to build a company with it in the DNA from the very beginning that we had a give back from our business. And so we take 10% of all of our revenue and we give it back to local organizations. It's uh, it's something wow. that's near and dear to us. It's important to us. It's what we do. Um, and we've done it from the first dollar that, that pay proudly made. And it's, um, it's, it's awesome. You know, we, uh, we love doing it, but we tell our business owners all the time. It's not, it's not about us. It's about our business owners that are enabling us to to do business with them because without them, we wouldn't be giving. So, um, you know, them trusting us with their business allows us to do what we're doing. And we give them the credit for that. It's um, wow. But it's but it's fantastic. Yeah. You know, what's funny back to the one of the first things you said was about, I think you said mowing lawns or something like yeah. that. Like, uh, you know, I guess if I had a nickel for every entrepreneur that I interview that says they started like mowing lawns, I'd probably, be a, you know, I'd be a million yeah. or 10 times over. It's incredible it's, how much uh, almost every one of them started like, uh, you know, started doing stuff when they were kids, you know, like below 10 kind of a thing. Right. And, yeah. uh, Mowing it's lawns, just, washing it's cars, you know, blood, you name I guess, it, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so obviously, um, you know, don't, uh, I don't know if it's tithing, but giving back 10% to the, to yeah. the community, uh, at, you know, that definitely sets you apart, but are there other things that, that set pay proudly apart or what, what, yeah. are your, what are some of the other things that make you guys, uh, unique or your, you know, your unique selling advantages, things like that? Yeah, I, I think it's just the way we're positioned and, you know, and actually having a written mission that we talk about on a daily basis in our space. You know, th- this space in, in general has gotten a bad reputation over the sales guy walking in the door and selling them and never coming back and rate creep and no customer service, 800 numbers to call and um, and just no clarity around why am I paying what am I paying and how am I, are there better ways to take payments? Are there better ways that I can help my business? And, you know, and so when we look at it, we look at it as truly a 
a, a consultative approach that we want to walk into the business and really sit down with the owner and talk about what you're doing and how you're doing it. And, you know, and sometimes we're going to get those accounts and sometimes we're not, but that's a free approach that we give to every business. And we want to sit down and really learn their business and learn what type of credit cards they take, because that has a, a lot to do with how they should be processing as well. Um, you know, because if they're taking, um, if they're taking payments that, you know, a lot of B2B cards, they should be set up to take B2B cards. And, um, you know, and a lot of times they're not. So um, these are all things that we work with. And did you say after just, that was just after I think the mowing the lawn comment, did you say way back when you were younger, you were doing payment processing as well? And uh, yeah, so, how did you, how did you get into it so young? Like, uh yeah, it's an interesting story around my payments business, you know, side because I I got into it when I was in college. I I knew somebody in the space that had been marketing in St. Louis, and they had a salesman quit on them, and uh, and they really just needed a salesman that could go out and um and and do a few sales calls for them. Right. And so they gave me a call. They just knew who I was. It was kind of a coincidental thing. And, um, and I was able to go out and, and run a few sales calls and sell a few deals. And then I started doing that in the winters while I was in college. So that's, cool. um, that's how I got involved awesome. in it. And um, can you explain the concept of moving from the transactional to the relational? And what, it, what do you mean by that? And Yeah. So, you know, I mean, obviously all businesses, you know, have to take payments, right? And so, you know, they can walk into their into their bank and get set up for payments. They can, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can set up to take electronic payments. And, you know, we, we pride ourselves in actually being in the business and, and knowing our customer and not just being a transactional account. You know, today I took phone calls from customers and helped them with a chargeback. I took a phone call from a customer and helped them with a machine issue that they were having. Um, you know, we take, we took a phone call from a customer who, who just needed to do, be able to do a return and the, and the uh, clerk didn't know. And so they know that they can call us. Well, you, you can't call, your bank that you set up with for processing and get that same type yeah. of customer service. Right. Um, yeah. But, but those are things that we tell our customers, we want you to call us. Don't call the, the 800 number. Of course, there's an 800 number that, you know, is 24 by seven. That's always there. But if it's, you know, Monday through Friday business hours, please call our office because we can fix things and we can do things for you in, in such a short amount of time compared to you sitting on hold and not getting that level of service that you deserve. So, you know, I mean, we, we just really, I mean, that's very, very important to us. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, the, um, the charitable causes, I mean, what, what can mm -hmm. you talk about some of the impact this has had over the years? You know, yeah, we, we, um, when we first started, we really wanted to focus around each business having its own charity that we were able to support. We we quickly found out that that was a lot. That was gonna that was taking way too much time. And you know, for the first hundred counts, it wasn't too bad. But you you know, you, it just got to where it was too hard. So now what we do is we ask all of our business owners, what's important to you? Is it cancer? Is it animals? Is it um, you know, what is it? Um, is it diversity? Is it, you know, what are the causes that are a big deal? 
And so they they let they tell us. And so we notate that. And then we support causes based around those those needs. We do have businesses that on our books today, though, that have foundations and we support those foundations. When we know a business that's processing with us, it has a foundation and they're doing something with it. We've got a business that has a foundation that they they do clothes uh, clothes drive every year for uh, for students that can't afford uniforms for school. Well, we support that, and so what we do is we pick these organizations and we and we write checks and and you know and we you know we we give from the local food pantry to the local animal shelters and we give to some international charities as well that that are important to some of our businesses. Um, you know, things over in Africa with books and different things that we're doing over there. Um, we're doing some a lot of diversity stuff in our local community, helping divert, to helping minority-owned businesses that are getting up off the ground. We're even coming in and doing some uh, business coaching with them as well. Um, and so we're just trying to really make our give back a big part of what we're doing, and 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 absolutely, we're seeing the impact of that. Awesome. That's really outstanding. I love that. And uh, so I, I know, you know, you know, no business is smooth sailing from, you know, from <laughs> beginning to end. I mean, what sort of challenges did you face in the early stages of establishing your business and maybe how you, how you overcame some of them? Yeah, I think, you know, with any business, you're going to have your different challenges and what you have to do and what you, you know, and, and, and this business, you know, the this run with proudly has been a little bit easier for me because of my past and my history and and the other businesses that I have and me knowing the space and kind of knowing where to go but you obviously always struggle with marketing and how to get your name out and how to get known and um and and that's and that's come just a lot of you know you 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 try things and you know we 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 write things up of what our vision is for something to work, and if it doesn't work, we stop it. You know, if we don't, and, and you know, it's it's you, you're gonna make mistakes. I tell people all the time, I'm not afraid to take a risk, but it needs to be calculated. It, you know, we need to understand where do we stop and where do we come back and start something different and do something different. But you know, I would say you know, marketing is always you know, it's it's one of those industries that every different marketing person is going to tell you something a little bit different. And, um, and, and it's a, it's a tough one. Um, the, the product side of what we do to me is easy. We have that under control. We know exactly what we're doing. We know our business, we know what businesses need, um, but getting our name out, there's been a challenge. And, and, and another challenge as we've grown is that a lot of businesses are having today is finding good employees. Um, good employees are, it's tough to find good employees today. Um, and, and um, you know, what it takes to hire them as a small business is, um, is, is hard. It's, it's a tough, it's a tough hurdle. Yeah, for sure. So can you describe, say, maybe some significant, a significant turning point in your entrepreneurial journey or, um, you know, and, and I'm not sure if you ever, like, <laughs> I don't think you have, but I mean, have you ever had a sort of a punch the clock nine to five job or if you've been yeah. working for yourself uh, throughout the duration. And I mean, if you have yeah. worked, uh, people are often wondering, you know, how do I get into become an entrepreneur? Right. Like that's, that's a common question. Right. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I had the punch the clock jobs in college when, you know, I was during the winter time when I was always scraping by, you know, and right. uh, but <laughs> since college, I have not, I've, wow. I've been, I've worked for myself. Um, now I have been in partnerships since college and, and, uh, in and out of a few different partnerships. And, 
you know, partnerships does bring a whole nother level of, um, of accountability. And, um, you, maybe you're not punching the clock, but you are being held accountable to your business partner and, and they're being held accountable to you. And sometimes those are fantastic days. And sometimes they're, they're struggles. I, I don't know of any partnerships that have been just a perfect marriage from day one to the last day. Um, and, and so they all have their struggles, but I've learned a lot through partnerships. I, I would actually say, I've probably become a better businessman being in partnerships than, than, you know, the times that I haven't been in partnerships. It's made yeah. me a more well-rounded uh, business owner um, and, and, and taught me a lot because you learn from those that you position around you, um, you know, from their strengths. And, and one thing that we have done since I've started pay probably is we hired a business coach and, um, and I've never done that before. Uh, but that's been a, a big difference maker for me. You know, they've really, they've held me accountable and they've had me, you know, set my mission, my vision, my, you know, weekly schedule, my, you know, just really laying out things that I maybe wouldn't have done as a just entrepreneur, but, but right. there, and, and the differences that's made and um, just keeping us moving in the right direction and, and hiring people and what we're looking for and how to onboard them and how to, you know, how, how to look for them and even going into disc profiling of saying, Hey, you're hiring for this type of position, you know, look for this disc profile. And those are things that I would have never thought about. And those are absolutely turning points for me um, because it's, it changes everything that you're doing and you're building a culture around your business rather than the, the business building the culture you're, you're, you're starting out, you're, you know, you're starting with it from the very beginning. So um, that's been huge for me. Yeah. You know, you talked about the partnership aspect and I've, I've had both as well, like by myself and also with partners and, you know, the, um, uh, the one thing I, I really liked about having partners is the, you know, sometimes I struggle with, you know, maybe always being motivated, but I always found that with a partner, it was kind of just very easy to want to be, you know, to be monitoring my own behavior and making sure that I was always, you know, always want to make yeah. sure that I'm doing something right. And, uh, yeah. and it's not like I felt like I reported to them or anything. It was far from it, but it, it was just like, it was a sort of like joint accountability. Right. And, absolutely. and, and I mean, I, I am a self-starter and everything, but I also find though, that it's just so much easier when you've got that secondary person that you sort of feel in, in, uh, you know, in tandem with wanting to be accountable and being productive and, uh, and also the second, uh, the other thing was the the sounding board, right? Is is invaluable, Absolutely. you know. And I mean, yeah. you can, you know, you do get to keep a hundred percent of whatever you make if it's if you're by yourself. But you also have to, you know, you have to be a hundred percent self driven and self, you know. Uh, you can hire you can hire coaches, which I do them as well. But but it's when you have someone else whose life is on the line with you and you know, that sounding board can be invaluable. Right. And, uh, absolutely. And I also think it's fun celebrating the wins with somebody else and, and, and suffering through the losses that you can, you know, sit there and have somebody else that gets it, you know, and that's right. I tell, I tell business owners all the time as we're looking for people and, you, you know, nobody, you can never hire anybody that's going to look at a business like the owner. Yeah, it's just not possible. Right. And, um, you know, there's just a different mentality when it's when it's yours and it's, you know, and, and, you know, it's it's you're just not going to find anybody else. But with a partner, you have that. Yeah. Are there any common misconceptions about payment processing that that you encounter when you when you work with new customers that, you know, the common 
that commonly come up or yeah i think i think the a lot of the common misconceptions around this industry is what you can and can't do um right and you know like today visa mastercard will allow you to have dual pricing have a credit card price and a cash price they'll allow that um a lot of business owners don't understand that but right. um you know, and so there's a lot of just misconceptions around the industry as a whole of, of even, you know, why do I pay what I pay, you know, and, and I don't understand why I pay what I pay. And, 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 you know, people think MasterCard and Visa are the ones getting all the money when really they're only getting a really small percentage of it. It's the card issuing banks that are getting the majority of that cash. And so, right. um, you know, there's, there's a lot that we try to do to, to, you know, to help business owners understand why the fees are what they are, why they're paying it. And if they want to eliminate it, how they can eliminate it in a compliant way. Um, and, and even with certain systems like QuickBooks, you know, a lot of people think, hey, well, I'm processing QuickBooks, so I can't do anything. That's not necessarily true. We have integrations with QuickBooks. We, you know, Square, same thing. You know, a lot of people think, well, I'm on Square. That's all I can do. Well, but there's a lot of systems out there that that can save you a lot of money um, off of Square. And so it's always worth a conversation is what I tell people. Conversations are free. Um, but have a conversation with somebody who actually understands the industry and let, you know, and, and talk to us about it and let right. us explain what you're doing and what and what's going on in your business of how we could possibly help you save money. And you may be able to do it with who you're currently with, um, or you yeah. might want to make a change. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I just thought of this question. It, was, it wasn't on my list of questions to ask you, but uh, yeah. now I'm really curious about it is, um, has, has there been any impact or any visibility in the area of uh, sort of digital currencies coming into the payment processing landscape in the U.S. or I'm in Canada, but I mean, North America, Yeah, like, you know, you, Bitcoin and, and all the other kind of uh, cryptocurrencies and stuff? Or? Yeah, you, you, the whole crypto world's a, you know, an interesting world. And I and I said from the very beginning that with unless the IRS can get their hands in that yeah, right. cookie jar, right, <laughs> this isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Um, and so, Good point. you know, you know, it's, um, you know, the, the big brothers got to be able to make their money. And so as long as, you know, electronic payments has changed a lot, as we know, over the last 15 years, it's, it's, you know, from the Zon Jr. tiny little credit card magnetic stripe machines to, you know, to the majority of businesses today having point of sale systems or phone apps or what. So I think you've got to be with a company that's going to change with the times, right? And, and things are going to change and new payments and new new digital currencies and digital wallets and all this stuff. I mean, Apple Pay, that's a big change. Um, you know, people being able to just keep their credit cards on their phone and not carry a credit card. You know, and so the ability for your business to to take Apple Pay today, if you're a retail business, is important. You know, how many times have you ran to the store and forgot your wallet, but you have yeah. your phone and yeah. you can still check out at the checkout lane? So, you know, those are things that I think you need to be cognizant of and, and keeping up with the times and where we're at and and making sure our merchants, when they're faced with those situations, that they can accept those payments. Yeah, that's so, good. I think yeah. it's coming. For but sure. There's other alternative payment methods coming. What right. are they? We'll see. But yeah. uh, but we but their businesses are still going to have to accept them. So yeah, um, I yeah, do I, see a big change in our industry is the processors becoming banks. 
um, on the back end and, and banking for the businesses. So they'll give them quicker access to their funds. Oh, wow. um, and that's yeah. a big change in our industry. It's going to happen where, you know, when a business batches out, they can have access to their funds right now. So batch out, look at your bank account, the money's there. Um, so those are going to be some of the changes you're going to be seeing. Nice. So what sort of advice would you give to new entrepreneurs entering either your field or just thinking of making that leap into the world of entrepreneurship? Yeah. Well, well, you know, and we actually work with some new entrepreneurs locally of, of just helping them getting their feet, you know, in the end of the game. And, you know, I try to tell new entrepreneurs all the time, depending on, you know, what kind of cash they have behind them and what kind of business they're in, obviously, is, you know, if you're a single guy or woman trying to just start your own business, you've got to be able to put that sales hat on. You've got to be able to go out and get your feet wet, knock on doors and and walk in businesses and not be afraid of that. People, you know, business owners need services and they're not afraid to talk to people, real people. And and that's a, you know, and I think that's a misconception. People are afraid to go do it. But when you get out and you start networking and and really shaking hands and meeting people, you can be successful in your local area with any type of business that you're doing. Um and I just, I just really encourage new business owners to get out and go. You've, you've got to, it's not going to, the business isn't going to just come knocking on your door. Um, you've got to go get it. And, um, and if you're not afraid to go get it, you'll be successful. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good advice. How so, do you stay motivated and uh, and focused, uh, you know, day to day? You know, I, I, um, I, I'm born to to want to go to work for some yeah, reason. I don't right. I don't know why. Yeah, um, I know how that I know the feeling. You know, um, I, I I'm actually you know as I'm sitting here and looking at your book on the screen, I I yeah. saw it on your website today. I want to read it. Um, so yeah. I'm gonna have to get get me a copy and read it. But I'm I'm that way. You know, never sit. I just enjoy yeah. the grind of getting up and 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 I'm not one to sit around even on a weekend. You know, I like right. to get up and go and talk to people and and I and I like learning about businesses and so. I'm easily motivated by just having, you know, that activity in my life and things happening and people to talk to and, um, and, and signing contracts. I mean, you know, it's fun, yeah. you know, it's fun to that's go awesome. get a deal yeah, and, deal. um, and that's yeah. motivating to me. Yeah. And so, so does you, is your business, is it like, uh, are you geographically oriented or are you across the U S or how yeah, does so it work? We're, our office is in Hilton Head, South Carolina. We're right oh. over the bridge in Bluffton, oh, that's but not hard to take. Yeah, so we're we're sitting down here on the coast and just enjoying this weather. We have obviously a lot of business in our local area because of yeah. our involvement in the community, but we do we're we can we can do business anywhere in the United States as right. long as you have a US bank account and a social security number, we can process payments for you. So we are spread out amongst amongst the United States. We have different verticals that we do market to. Um, and so when we market to verticals, we market nationwide, right. um, but, but locally, local reps and, you know, when we hire a salesman here in the office, they're obviously going to sell mainly um, in our local area, Savannah, right. Bluffton, Buford area. Okay. But, um, yeah. but, uh, but we are growing, we're hiring people outside of our area and other cities. We do believe in the face-to-face -face approach. We believe in people walking in businesses. Um, but we can do sales calls just like this as well. We can get on a computer on a Zoom screen. We can talk and we can learn about your business and we can uh, take care of anything that we need to take care of uh, us sitting in our office and you sitting in yours. So when you guys are looking for new customers and the, and the like, are you are you often like offering a better solution where people are trading up or do you need to catch yeah. them at the beginning before they get yeah, locked so in? 
I mean, it's great to catch them at the beginning, um, but a lot, most of our business that we get, we're coming in and saving them money and their rates and fees. That's a big deal. You know, I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. And and to a business owner, that's number one, right? How do I save money? Uh, But then number two is as we're looking at the business, a lot of times we're changing how they process payments. You know, they, you know, we just converted a, a HVAC company who was co- just taking payments over the phone and they have 18 reps out in the field that are working, you know, on, on uh, units. And we enabled all of those, those reps to have the ability to take credit card on their cell phone. So we were able to, to take their accounts receivable and really reduce it and them getting paid as soon as they finish the job. So they're getting their money quicker and they save so much time in their AR. So, you know, there's lots of things like that, that we just need to look at what you're doing and then we can offer solutions based on what you're doing. But number one, we do know for, for a business owner to change to us, we're going to have to save them some money. We understand that. Yeah. Makes sense. So I guess the, sort of as we wind down, I mean, what's your sort of best piece of advice you like to share with the folks when you're, uh, you know, when you're asked for, for your best piece of advice? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and, you know, in my space, I say just get, I, it, you know, change is always hard. People are afraid of change and I understand that. But, you know, give us an opportunity to just have a conversation with you. And that's what I ask people. You know, my best advice is just, you know, the I have a I have a acquaintance here in um in the town we live in. And we were able to, and I'd I had spoke with him multiple times about just, hey, give me a chance to look at your business. And he finally did. And we were able to save him close to ten thousand dollars a month in his credit card fees. Now he takes a lot of money in credit cards, okay? But the point is, is we were able to fix some of his problems by changing how he took credit cards, but we were also able to give him a huge savings. And so, and all it was, was a quick meeting and he kicked himself for not having that meeting with us sooner. So, you know, I just, my, my advice for us is just give us an opportunity to have a conversation with you. That's awesome. That's it's free. So awesome. So if people would like to get a hold of you and uh, yep. learn more about you. What's the best way? Yeah, best way is payproudly.com, P-A-Y-P-R-O-U-D-L-Y.com, or shoot me an email at J-M-A-I-N-E at payproudly.com. And I'd love to have a conversation. Love to just talk with you. I can, you know, do a free uh, rate proposal. We call it a a rate audit um, of your rates and fees and what you've got going on. And we'll send that back to you. And then you do with it what you would like. Awesome. That's great. Well, Jeff, I'd like to thank you for joining me today on the Profit Powerhouse. It was wonderful having you as a guest. Thank you so much, Glenn. I appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of the Profit Powerhouse podcast. Your support and engagement means the world to us. If you're brimming with expertise and eager to join us, navigate to my website at glenpoolis.com forward slash podcast and go to the Be A Guest section to connect with us. Don't keep this information to yourself. Please share this podcast on your favorite social media platforms to empower your network with the strategies and wisdom you've gained. Your feedback fuels our growth. Please take a moment to rate and review the Profit Powerhouse podcast wherever you listen. Your input helps us to continually refine our content to serve you better. Remember, our mission is your success. We've committed to providing you with the tools and insights to drive your business forward, and we're excited to have you on this journey with us. To stay up to date on the latest episodes, hit the subscribe button, and let's stay connected. Reach out to me on social media and continue the conversation and stay inspired. 
for resources and information, visit my website at glenpoolis.com. And before we sign off, remember, I'm Glenn Poulos and reminding you that your potential as a business leader is limitless. Thank you for being a part of this podcast where your success story begins.